0: Hello and a very big welcome to the Hotbox. This is Hotbox number 62. And welcome indeed to the Hotbox Guitar Files, which is going to be a new series, uh, an alphabetical roundup of the guitar in jazz. Over the century plus in which the word jazz has had some currency. But it's uh, it's fair to say that the guitar hasn't really been a part of the full 100 plus years because in its original form, as a a gut-strung acoustic instrument, it simply excuse the pun, didn't have the guts uh, to be heard over the drums and brass, which were then the main components of the music. Right now, though, the guitar is far and away the most popular instrument for professionals and amateurs alike. The cost of equipment starts pretty low, but can, of course, go as high as you like. And the guitar offers an entry to all sorts of music outside of jazz, of course. At a very informal count, uh, we reckon there are at least 33 or 34 musicians in Ireland today, pro and semi-pro, who have made at least partial careers out of playing jazz on guitar. And the hope will be that in this series we can dig out some examples of their playing if they've committed anything to record. Anyway, that's ahead of us. Uh, We need to open the first file, the letter A. And because of the alphabetical nature of the shows, of course, we'll be moving backwards and forwards as regards the dates and eras. So we'll be discussing early guitarists and styles as they arise and more recent ones. Early guitar styles don't happen to um, occur under the letter A, so we'll start in quite a sober way. John Abercrombie. John Abercrombie Quartet um, and that was, was so called the first quartet it, it was uh, himself of course on the guitar Richie Byrock on the piano George Mraz and Peter Donald bass and drums respectively the piece uh, was an original by Richie Byrock in fact like so many um, guitarists before him and since uh, Abercrombie was drawn into the guitar through rock and roll but as he grew up his vision expanded especially as he Worked as a session musician, uh, adept at any style required on the day, so he experimented with free jazz for a while and it got quite close to a rock career for him, but he eventually realised that it really wasn't for him, and uh, luckily that realisation pretty much coincided with the founding of ECM Record Company. Um, and he was signed by them, he stayed with them more or less for the rest of his career, all the way through, playing with the likes of Jack DeJohnette and Dave Holland and Kenny Wheeler and and even the violinist Mark Feldman. He had a quartet with him for a while. I have to say, his output over the years came to my ears to almost define ECM's approach to music. That's John Abercrombie, anyway. He died uh, much too young, back in 2017. Well, I was pleasantly surprised uh, how many guitarists actually were filed under the letter A, none, alas, of our Irish contingent, but certainly from a highly varied background. Coming up, we have uh, Ron Afif, and we also have Howard Alden, Al Baer, and uh, Lorindo Almeida, and Rez Abasi. Reza Abasi's latest album is literally launched right now, so let's go there for now. Um, Abasi is originally from Pakistan, as the name suggests. He's been in the States since he was a child. Uh, He's been widely associated with the avant-garde, but that hasn't stopped him in his latest album investigating the music of Django Reinhardt. Abazi there uh, guitarist playing the anniversary song which was not written by Django Reinhardt actually most of the album um, in fact all but two tracks on it are written by Django but uh, that was part of Django's recipe, um, repertoire and uh Rez Sabasi says that he couldn't resist putting it in. Um, That's his brand new album entitled Django Shift. Uh, The trio is Neil Alexander, who played the organ and electronics, and Michael Savin was the drummer. Abasi has worked widely in jazz, recently being especially associated with the saxophonist Rudresh Mahantapa. I made his recording debut back in 1993, but I'm glad to say we've been able to present his very latest offering, which undoubtedly has not been heard by any of you. Okay, so we'll go back a bit now Uh, to 1994, in fact, and the guitarist I could personally listen to all day long. He played the NCH in Dublin as a co-leader or a sideman some years ago. I can't remember the gig, but I do remember meeting him. Uh, He captivated me then, and he'll captivate you now. This is called Tune for a Lyric it was written by the great uh, pianist Bill Evans um, at the time of this recording Alden had only switched to seven-string guitar a couple of years earlier and he felt that it had given him the ability to fully develop the harmonies of Bill Evans's uh, songwriting and we'll take another piece from the same album later but right now let's have this one <laughs> Howard Alden's trio there with Michael Moore on the bass and Al Harewood on the drums. Time for a Lyric was the title, a Bill Evans composition, with Howard Alden on the seven-string guitar, as I said, a handmade guitar, incidentally, by the well-known Philadelphia luthier Bob Benedetto. He is a supplier, or was a supplier, of custom guitars to just about all of the greats in New York not to our next up though Uh, Morocco born, Israeli and French educated, Australian citizen now called Albert Dadon or Albert Dadon I guess really. Uh, He plays his music though under the single name Albert and his guitar is a Gibson I felt I could take a bit more of that. That was their uh, fade, not mine. Give Me Five was the title of that, uh, written and played by the Australian guitarist Albert and taken from his uh, 2013 album, which is called The Road Ahead. Phil Turco was the pianist, uh, Unitarian bass, and Pablo Bensid was the drummer, recorded in Brooklyn, New York, not in Australia. Well, I think uh, the variety of guitar styling is already evident, but I thought we might benefit for some variety of setting. So uh, a little extra goodie, I've put in a track from uh, Alden Barrett Quintet and their tribute album to Buck Clayton. Uh, So it's very mainstream. Uh, Dan Barrett, uh, trombone, Chuck Wilson on the alto, plus, of course, Howard Alden and the rhythm section of Frank Tate and Jackie Williams. It's a Buck Clayton original. It's called Love Jumped Out. Thank Uh, Featured for the second time among the guitarists filed under the letter A in this hot box, um, which is beginning our survey of the guitar files. Uh, Impeccable playing all the way there, wasn't it? And a very familiar tune to Love Jumped Out, written by Buck Clayton. Um, We have two more A-file guitarists to cover now and I should stress that being uh, all-inclusive is an impossibility in this series of the guitar files. There are simply so, so many. So it's down to personal selection and, quite often, I have to say, availability. I guess our next piece is from a guitarist that's uh, less well-known on this side of the Atlantic, Ron Affif. I see from Wikipedia that his full name is Ronaldo Antonucci Charles Affif. And once again, we're looking at a wide background coming from Lebanese and Italian parentage. I see also from his Facebook page that he's been very busy in the last few weeks bringing back live music to the New York streets, which is great, a privilege I don't think he's ever bestowed on the Irish jazz fan. This is him with If I Were a Bell. (laughs) Bye. I were a bell there, played at uh, warp speed by Ron Afif, recorded, as you could hear, before an enthusiastic audience in a recording studio in Los Angeles back in 1997. Esiatt Essiot was the bass player, took the solo. Colin Bailey was the drummer. The album was entitled Ringside, in honour of uh, Afif's father, who was in fact a professional boxer, Charlie Afif. No, I never heard of him either. Um, Ron is in his 50s now, and um, as you could hear, he ain't half bad. If I were a bell, uh, came from the musical Guys and Dolls, written by Frank Lesser, most famously recorded by Miles Davis in 1990 or thereabouts, Ask me how do I feel, Ask me now that we're cosy and clinging, well sir, all I can say is if I were a bell, I'd be ringing. We have one more guitarist uh, included in the A-file, and this one he won five Grammy Awards, four of which were for classical works. He uh, formed a quartet with Bud Shank and Ray Brown and uh, various drummers. The one in this selection is actually Shelley Mann. Uh, The quartet was known as the LA Four, and it brought to the front a pairing that were perhaps the prime movers in bringing bossa nova into jazz, Bud Shank on alto and the Brazilian guitarist Lorindo Almeida. Even though uh, most people credit Stan Getz with bringing that music to a wider audience, these guys were really there first. Well, you'll know the piece for sure, Louise Bonfaz, Magna de (laughs) Carnival. Linda Almeida there with the LA4, Mania da Carnaval, recorded live in California at the Concord Jazz Festival back in 1975. Another soundtrack piece originally from the movie Black Orpheus. Um, there was one major and obvious difference between the guitar we've just heard and those in the rest of the show. Almeida was playing a gut string classical acoustic guitar in front of a microphone, presumably. Not the amplified steel-strung instrument that we've been hearing for the previous 45 minutes. Learn Almeida, uh, he lived until he was 77, Uh, he left a catalogue of recordings, both jazz and classical music. Claimed to have been self-taught, but his entire family actually played music, so I guess it was kind of endemic. And early in his life he actually attended a Django Reinhardt concert, which is what he said fired him up. But his ability to cross all those musical boundaries really made him stand out. He, incidentally, made a great album with the Modern Jazz Quartet, perhaps his most famous album, the MJQ. Uh, you should look it up. So I promised to play another Howard Alden track for the uh, from the album that he made of, of Bill Evans' tunes, and we'll close the file with that. The next hotbox will be uh, mostly new material, uh, and the guitar files under B will be along in about four weeks' time, so look out for that, please. Also look out for... So many of our musicians who are having a really tough time right now. Uh, Check for streaming events which are beginning to happen more and more online and also look at the albums you can buy right here on the Jazz Island website. Uh, They need us to support them right now. Well, here's Howard Olden and Funkalero to play us out. If you have been, thanks for listening.